No, no. No, no, your, no, your mama jokes on this podcast. No, 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 no mother jokes on the podcast. Hello. Hello! You're listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is usually the podcast where we take a brilliant pop album and break it down track by track. However, we're back today with episode nine of our self-isolation specials. Uh, and Dan, this time last week, you were pretty confident we were going to be uh, home and dry. Well, I just booked a holiday, a last minute holiday to Benidorm. So uh, I'm up a creek without a paddle right now. Well, you better hope you can reschedule the flights and get a refund on that because we are, we're still here. We're still at home. Uh, have you gotten your head around the uh, changes to the rules? Yes. So I can employ my grandma as my cleaner and I can do a house viewing with my parents if I want to look around their house. And that's how to get around it. Is that right? You can pass go, but you can't collect £200. You can only uh, uh, move if you roll a double six. And you might end up in jail again, which... For you, would be again, wouldn't it? Probably not the right time to talk about that. That's for a different podcast. A true crime podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dan, how are you? I am... I'm in a bit of pain today, actually, Will, if I'm being quite honest. What's happened? Oh, my God, what's what's happened? So, this week, I gave in and I started doing some hit classes at home. And honestly, Will, my buttocks have never hurt so much. Oh, no, Dan, if this was some cheap-ass production, I would make some smutty innuendo right there about buttocks and hurting and, you know, all that sort of thing. But uh, it's not our style. No, this is a classy, professional podcast about music. Um, but yeah, so I have, I've been doing some running and very long walks to try and keep fit and healthy, but decided to have a go at the classes, and God, they are just horrible. But I've done two this week, so I'll, I'll continue with them. Maybe a few more next week. Are you doing any classes at home? Uh, well, I was just picturing you straining and groaning and heaving with all sorts of things clicking and, um, and flapping about. And then I thought about you doing some exercise. <laughs> How dare you? Um, I've been running pretty regularly, so I don't think I've not exercised a day over the last goodness knows how many weeks but I have been breaking into new running shoes um, at the moment um, and I have to say uh, they've been rubbing me red raw oh bless you remind me Will because obviously a lot of this uh, year earlier on in the year we were talking about your marathon coming up of course there are no marathons happening at the minute some are moving to next year some are moving to later this year are you do you know when you're next going to be running a marathon it will be next April no I'll be there. Oh, good. Good. What, running with me? I'll have some jelly babies waiting for you on the side. Bit of a bit of sugar. Oh, I'd rather have a Kit Kat. Two fingers or four? Oh, you've got to have four fingers, haven't you? You've got no half measures. I prefer a chunky one myself. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. Peanut butter. So, Dan, we've got lots to talk about again today. We're focusing on new music and a few old little treats slipped in as well. Uh, but again, loads loads to talk about this week. Yeah, the list is getting longer. We're having to kind of eliminate them X-Factor style, aren't we? We we have this shared list where we put on new music that we love from the week that's been announced. And uh, then we 
put all the Polaroids on a table and talk about them with some very dramatic lighting and music. Uh, and then we come up with a list that we share on a Saturday. Hopefully, if anything does slip through the net that you think we should be talking about as ever, do let us know at Track by Track UK. So shall we get stuck in then, Will? Let's go for it with our first selection. Uh, and Dan, I'd like to kick off, actually, if you don't mind me being so forward. Why break the habit of a lifetime, Will? So I want to talk about, first of all, Ali and AJ. So you might be familiar with some of their work, Australian duo as they are. Um, for me, one of my all-time favourite songs of theirs was Potential Breakup Song, which was from quite a while ago now. Just to give you an idea, that's had 44 million streams on Spotify. So interestingly, I'm not familiar. I've never heard of them before. I think I was getting them mixed up with the uh, lovely sisters Ronnie and Roxy from EastEnders. Oh, who tragically drowned. But as EastEnders works, we might see them again one day. You never know. I think there was a lot of comment at the time how it felt a bit premature for them to go. They felt like the characters were still very much relevant and had more to do. Yeah, definitely. I think the, the actresses felt that as well, didn't they? It was a real shame. Yeah, I think they were a little bit bitter, actually, but I can understand why. Well, yeah, not getting that lovely paycheck every year. So let's have a listen to a new track from Ali and AJ. This is Joan of Arc on the line. We don't. correct myself they're not australian they're american oh almost as if you don't do your research and just get wikipedia up while you listen to the song and i'm sure that's not how this podcast works how dare you what an accusation to throw around on a saturday morning wink wink <laughs> uh what do you think of that yeah i've never heard of them before and uh, when i saw it was on the list i did a bit of research saw something about did they do like disney channel stuff or something like that some kind of teeny stuff so I was expecting the worst, to be honest. Well, I thought, what's this Tutti's put on this list again? It's a great song, really. The, the 80s electro influences are so strong on that one. But also production-wise, it sounds like something straight out of 2020. Uh, so yeah, loved it. Great song. Yeah, it's a great sort of retro, modern, electronic pop mashup. Really uh, melancholic, I thought, as well. Yeah. Um, and really, I haven't stopped playing it over the last week since it's been released. It's just uh, just stunning. Well done. Mm. Well done, you. Or you, you or them. What was your insinuation well done, there? Well done, them, actually. Yeah, yeah. but no, I'm, I'm you not, a bit as well. Well, I brought it to your attention. You wouldn't have listened to it had I not mentioned it. So there we go. There's our starter for 10. So I would love to talk about everything, everything again, again. We spoke about them just a couple of weeks ago. And is it Birdsong? Was that the, the Bird most song. recent track? Yeah. yeah. Lovely, sort of quite lush, nice introduction to the new sound and their fifth studio album, which has just been announced for August. Uh, so this is the latest release from it. This is Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy. Will, 
what do you think? Well, I don't know about you, Dan, but it's making me more and more excited for what we now know is a new album coming uh, in August. Uh, it, it's great. I, I had to ask you a question. Have you got mm-hmm. an arch enemy? No, to be honest, Will, I don't think I have because I am a lover, not a hater, and I do prefer to uh, forgive and forget. How about you? Uh, yeah, I've got a few, actually, and they're not all aware that they are, but uh, I've got a few. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, I'll tell you later, actually, because I think you need to know about them. Take it offline. Yeah, it's not you, by the way, just to be clear. It's not you, it's me. Uh, actually, have you got a frenemy at all? Frenemy? Um, God, no, I don't think I have. I imagine you've got a few of those as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and again, it's not you. Right. What would you class me as? Uh, a very dear friend. Oh, that's lovely. And I colleague. Say, yeah, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> a colleague, yeah. Colleague first and an associate as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, very dear friend, actually. So. Uh... BFFs? Well. That's got quite awkward now. I'll just take take that offline. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't delivered your birthday present yet, so I'm just wondering whether to pop some of it back. Or maybe you should, and then we'll talk about your status. Oh, okay. So, back to everything, everything. This song, Will, do you know who produced this song and the rest of the album? Uh, would I be able to guess? You do love the sound of his name. It's John Congleton. It is, of course. Yes, I was just looking at some of his tweets earlier. Not that I'm obsessed with him. A little bit, actually. And his daughter, his lovely daughter. Kiki. No, we had that name. It was like Heavenly or something. I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> Not Kiki Congleton. <laughs> <laughs> so we, of course, spoke about John Congleton's work on Blondie's Pollinator. And we did the tweet along with the guys as well, which was great. Um, and that was a kind of a very classic rock sound. But I love this song. It sounds very, sounds a bit like, actually with Birdsong as well, it sounds a bit like Everything Everything are going back a little bit to some of their more experimental sounds whereas a lot of the big singles from the last few albums have been kind of real bangers haven't they like can't do and things like that um so yeah this is great will what's next uh so next up uh, i want to talk about uh soniku D- who's a dj he's just released a new album it's a few weeks old now um and he's a brilliant he's been around on the scene since like 2016 uh, making music djing uh, he has uh an interesting approach to music recording. He's a big fan of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is obviously the link is in the name there. Uh, and he he's actually used the Yamaha YM2612 sound chip featured in the Sega Mega Drive to make music. Uh, and you can really tell that uh, when you listen to some of his tracks. And I would recommend to everybody to listen to his uh, album in its entirety, which is called Joyful Death. Oh, not sure how to feel about that. Uh, Dan, actually, question for you. Have you ever thought about... Uh... No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> There's some uh, brilliant tracks on there, some great collaborations, um, including uh, with artists like Liz and Sophie, who are really big at the moment on this kind of emerging kind of dance, disco, uh, dream pop, energy pop scene. Uh, but also I wanted to highlight a track in particular... Uh, which is called X Hopeless Romantic, which is a collaboration with Little Boots. Friend of the podcast. Uh, so here is a little bit of X Hopeless Romantic. I'm an X Hopeless Romantic. You won't break my heart. And I hate to admit that I'm falling apart. 
So that is one of the more uh, lower tempo tracks on the album. Uh, the, every other track on there is an absolute banger. And if I had to recommend uh, a couple to go to first, uh, probably track one, Let the Light In, uh, Don't Want to Dance With You, and Remember to Forget Me. Oh, and Sweat, actually. Uh, the Sophie remix of Sweat in particular is... Uh, you could really let yourself go to it. But Dan, what did you think of X Hopeless Romantic? Um, I really liked it. And what I do like, I, I didn't know about Soniku before either. I thought he was mispronouncing Sonique, the sort of early 2000s uh, DJ <laughs> producer of It Feels So Good fame. Um, but I really like this because I think it shows Little Boots in a very different light than what we were used to. Normally, of course, she does a lot of the writing and production herself. She creates kind of real uplifting electro disco bangers. And here... She even sounds different. I know there's some like mm. effects on her vocal, but even sounds kind of more subdued and singing a little bit lower. Um, so the combination is great. And also it makes me really intrigued to go back and listen to some of the album. So uh, yeah, it's good stuff. And there's some other previously released EPs, which are, again, a riff on the whole Sonic uh, music, uh, which are, and a lot of the names are are kind of what you would name levels in a Sonic game, like... Uh, Secret Island, Chemical Plant, Sand Oasis, but the, oh. the the soundscapes that he creates are absolutely stunning, and I love in that track in particular. You can hear those little Sonic sounds in there. Brilliant. I used to I used to love Sonic too, and I have it on my phone actually. Sometimes play it on the uh, I was going to say on the commute, but I haven't done one of those for quite a while. Yeah, I heard that. I, you do like a little fiddle on the commute. Over to you. So I would love to talk about an artist called Caswell. Um, Caswell is a writer, producer, performer, and has released quite a few EPs. Um, and last year she took a major step and actually opened for Ed Sheeran on one of his huge stadium dates, uh, which was huge for her. And it was, it was actually really great to see across her socials how just how excited she was and how much she was loving it. And I've been lucky enough to work with Caswell on an event before, and she's absolutely lovely and her voice live is fantastic despite some of the technical issues we had on that event um so she's got a brand new song out called distraction so let's have a little listen to that help me forget my ex be my distraction tonight and interaction tonight though you ain't him it's something to distract me tonight need a distraction so that was distraction. Will, did it distract you? Uh, I, like you said, amazing voice. Absolutely stunning. Uh, mm. I have to say, probably not 100% my cup of tea, that one. Maybe a little more subdued than... Not, it feels like uh, it's definitely electro, but kind of a soft, the softer side of electro. Very lo-fi, yes. Uh, Dan, yeah. I just want just to double back on the sound issues that Caswell had when you were working with her. Uh, it wasn't anything to do with you, was it? It was 100% to do with me, yes. And uh, my, despite the fact that I was sort of producing the event, my terrible, terrible knowledge of uh, sound and mixing, which is why these podcasts 50% of the time sound absolutely dreadful. Oh, well, I think you're underselling yourself a little bit there. No, I was talking about your episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot more Caswell out there and there are some more upbeat, tunes to have a dance to as well so do check out more of her stuff 
Speaking of having a dance, I'd like to talk about Jessie Ware next. Um, I don't know if you've been listening to some of the new stuff she's been releasing recently, Dan, but it's some classy disco pop. Uh, I absolutely love Jessie Ware. Uh, she's had some brilliant tracks in the past, and what she's doing now for me is the best stuff that she's done. Um, more because it's attuned to my preferences, nothing, not a reflection on her as an artist. I'd love to play a little bit of a new track, Save a Kiss. Save a kiss there. Brilliant. It really is. I have to say, of course I know about Jessie Ware, but I don't really know her work too well. I've never properly sat down and listened to her, but this song is amazing. Like you say, it's a very classy sort of disco pop number, very classy lady. Um, she also does a podcast, doesn't she? Table Manners. Is it Table Manners? I think so, yeah, with a mum. Yeah. Uh, which I would say, stick to one thing, Jessie. Let us do the podcasting and you... Uh, Crack on with making these bangers. What a bitch. No, it's nothing to do with the quality of hers. It's just it's competition for us, Will. You know, it's too many podcasts out there. It's a very crowded marketplace. Yeah, I'm joking. I've not listened to the podcast, but I will listen to it. But yeah, this song, in all seriousness, uh, thanks for bringing it to my attention, Will, because I will be listening to it a lot more. Uh, and if I had to give you a tip of uh, a previous Jesse track uh, to listen to, I would recommend... From her album Devotion, uh, imagine it was us. Well, if you was going to save a kiss for anyone. Well, it would be my mother at the moment because I've not seen her for so long. Oh, bless you. That's lovely. And I know that's I know that's not very uh, imaginative or very hilarious. You'd be expecting me to say Pat Butcher or something, I know, but that's what well, I, too... I feel. Your mum does remind me of Pat Butcher, actually. So that's... Oh, no, come on. That's... <laughs> not having that. No, no, of course she doesn't. Dan, what about you? Not not about your mum, but what about uh, next track from you, please? Oh, you don't want to hear about me kissing my mum? Okay. So I would like to talk about... I wish I hadn't just been talking about my mum now, because now I'm talking about The Naked and Famous. Um, so these are, of course, the uh, New Zealand band who've been going for some time. Their Passive Me, Aggressive You album is 10 this year. And, and it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's full of some absolutely stonking electro synth pop songs like young blood and punching in a dream um and they've got a new album coming out they've released three tracks from it so far and this one is called bury us You said you like the old stuff. What do you think to this one? Do you know what? This is, for me, and I've listened to this for quite a bit, uh, almost as good as uh, Passive Me, Aggressive You, the album, and a lot of the tracks that I loved on there. Great. I just love the energy to it. Definitely. And I have to admit, I haven't really followed all of their career. So there's a couple of albums in between, isn't there? Have you kind of kept on top of what they're doing? 
Uh, I wasn't a bigger fan of some of the work they did after that. This does feel like it's a return to form in my eyes. And the band are now uh, a duo. They have had various lineups across the years, but they are a duo now. Maybe it's something to do with the lineup and the personnel, and, and these are the two who wanted to make those electro pop bangers. Two's company. As like this podcast, when we have a guest on, three's a crowd. We've not had a third for a while, actually, have we? Uh, no, I think doing it remotely would just be an absolute nightmare with all those sound delays and whatnot. Mm. Also, when we have a guest on, it means I can talk less, which I'm not really a fan of. No, you I do like, like the sound of your own voice. I do, and I do like to go on and on and on. Uh, but Dan, I'd love to chip in now and talk about the next track. Please do. Uh, this is a newer artist, Paige Cavell, uh, who's been uh, recording for a little while now. Got quite a few tracks out there. Uh, she's worked exclusively with Xenomania. Uh, and this track is no exception. But Dan, don't be expecting your typical Xenomania banger for this track today. Uh, because it's something a little bit more low-key. A little bit more reflective. And I guess a little bit more appropriate to the time. So let's have a little bit of Paige Cavell's new track. Which is called Honest. I just can't be honest. Very heartfelt, very sultry. I'd use uh, as a word. I'd use to describe that, but it does still have that kind of Xenomania quirk to it, if you like. But I know what our listeners are thinking. They haven't tuned into this podcast uh, for us to mention the name Xenomania and for us not to play a banger. So let's have a little bit of the other side of Page Caval, and this is actually uh, labelled as Xenomania presents Page Caval. This is Red is the way. There we go. That's what everyone wants to hear. Well, that's what that's what I want to hear. And that's more important. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do like that one. It's a a club-ready banger. That one. And uh, of course, Xenomania, incredible songwriters and producers. But when they are putting out a banger, uh, you know it's going to be good. Uh, And if you want more of the same, uh, Predators and Monsters, which is another Xenomania Presents page Caval, is brilliant too. Now, there is one other song I want to talk about this week, Will, but I'm not going to talk about it right now, actually. Oh. So, um, one of our favourite entries for this year's Eurovision was Think About Things by Dio Dio Freya. How are we saying that? Just say it like that. Yeah, let's say it's that. Really funky number that I think even a lot of fans of Eurovision could get on board with. Obviously, sadly, Eurovision is not happening this year. But Hot Chip have remixed the song, which is just phenomenal. I think to think about Hot Chip remixing a Eurovision song is just mental. But... As an extra surprise this week, and because there's no Eurovision, we have got a Eurovision special mini-episode, which is going to be released a little bit later today, if you are listening on Saturday, 
or it's already out there if you're listening on another day. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that song and that remix in a bit more detail over on that episode. And a few other of our favourite tracks that would have been in the final that would have been taking place this weekend. But I've got one more track that we can definitely talk about. And we probably saved the biggest one till last. This is uh, Hurts About. Yeah. With a new track. And it's been a while. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. I think the last time they were around, you went to see them at Brixton Academy, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, had a brilliant time. They are... Brilliant life, so much energy and emotion in the performance, and they had the crowd uh, eating out of their laps. No, what's the fr- eating out of the palm of their hand? <laughs> I'm sure they had a few groupies eating out of their laps afterwards. Well, Good they're for them. very charismatic. Mm. Uh, so, a new track, hot off the press, just released, uh, and this is a little bit of Hertz 2020. Voices. They've certainly come back with a bang, haven't they? They have, and I think they've done a few different sounds across their was it three or four, three studio albums so far, isn't mm-hmm. it? I think. Yes. Um, but I do love it when they put out a real synth heavy, 80s influence banger, and this is just another one to add to the collection. That just knocks your socks off. And I love how they always manage to combine something that's a real stomping track with, you know, some, some harmony, some emotion. And it just feels like such a huge song, uh, epic song, in fact. What a great way to come back. Absolutely. Welcome back, lads. Yes. Hello, boys. So, Dan, that's all of the new. Should we have a little bit of old? Yeah, throwback or two. So, and this isn't a reference to her age um, when I say old, but I want to talk a little bit about Sarah Watmore. Oh. Uh, she has recently uh, come up in conversation. If you are, If you do follow us on Twitter... If you do follow the uh, right back at you uh, lads as well, uh, we were chatting about her last weekend after uh, one of the boys had been rummaging around uh, his CD collection and burning CDs. And it led me back to one of her songs. And I remembered how good it is. Uh, And I listened to it just last week and it still stands out for me. And I'd love to play a little bit of Sarah Watmore's Automatic. Great. So there was a bit of commentary on the Twitter while this was happening that you did say you prefer Automatic. I am team When I Lost You, but Automatic is is still a great track as well. Um, and I just love, it's got a great sort of pop dance uh, vibe going on. Very moody, black and white video, which looks like it had the same budget that Bananarama had for their stuff like that video. <laughs> um and Sarah Watmore, of course, she was part of the first, was it the first series of Pop Idol, but didn't make it through to the finals. Is that right? That's right. And this was when Pop Idol was so big 
uh, that basically I think everybody in the top 10 got a record deal and, and at various points released something. Because I can remember definitely like Rosie Ribbons as well. Yeah. Jessica Garlic, who did Eurovision. Jessica Garlic. Um, obviously, Will and Gareth as well. Darius. Uh, Sam and Mark. They were series two, Will. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Mm. With the lovely Michelle McManus winning that one. Oh, yes. Yeah. Lovely lady. Um, but just one thing to say about you mentioned about one of the lads rummaging around. This isn't going where you think it's going to go. Um, so whenever I see pictures of that on Twitter or Instagram, I get really envious because they're the CDs that you quite often see. And I'm sure they wouldn't mind me saying this. I put out on Twitter last year that I had this box of CDs and I needed to get rid of them. And I was going to throw them away if no one came to collect them. So the lads came round and took a, a good few big shopper bags away with them. Um, and I thought, I'm done with them. I've had enough. Like I don't, I don't listen to them. I haven't listened to them for years. I've, it's all on streaming services. But when I actually see them looking through and pulling out the posters and the, going through the B-sides and the remixes that aren't on streaming services, I do think... Did I make a mistake? I've made a mistake. <laughs> was that Nasty Nick? Yeah. Big, Big Brother <laughs> season one. Yeah. That's that's the big news of this week, Will. Big Brother is coming back this summer in a way. Well, yeah, they're going to be doing a bit of a retrospective on some classic episodes. I cannot wait for that. And guess who's presenting it? Davina. And the person who's presenting everything nowadays? Uh, Rylan. Yeah. Uh, I listened. I listened to his Radio Two show last weekend. Really great fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about next our tweet alongs. Yes, it's been another bumper week. Uh, so we kicked off on Monday with Banana Rama. Hello, ladies. Back again. And back again for their third tweet along, and this was for the album Pop Life, which which turned twenty nine this week. And I have to be honest, Will, Pop Life is an album of theirs that I didn't really know at all. As, as we were saying, actually, just before we started recording, I'd never heard Only Your Love before. And it's such a good Bananarama song. It's such a good song, full stop. Um, so that was really great. And it's a real fan favourite album. So there was loads of great commentary from everyone there. Did you enjoy that one, Will? I loved it. Only Your Love is one of my favourite uh, Bananarama tracks. Uh, I just love hearing from uh the fans that have been fans for so long the stories the memories about buying those records when they were literally records as well and the thing i love about our tweet alongs is we have like a different crowd join us for each one and like when you compare bananarama and then to wednesday's one completely different groups uh but all really passionate music fans and that's exactly why we, we we're keeping going with these because we just love that interaction definitely it really kind of speaks to the music that we love because we do love Bananarama and we do love New Order and which is what we did on Wednesday. And, you know, there are some fans of either that wouldn't dream of listening to the other, but for us, it's all about kind of, they both create incredible electronic pop music. So, uh, yeah, we did complete music on Wednesday with Phil and Tom from New Order and that was huge. Don't like to talk about it. We were trending, Will. I don't want to talk about that. You know, it's not We trended deal, but... on Twitter and we got that big. Yeah. Which has happened before, you know. We're used to it now. But it is quite cool. Uh, and obviously, because we listened to Complete Music, which was the album of extended versions of Music Complete, it was a bum-numbing hour and 20 minutes. It often can be quite bum-numbing when you've got a lengthier uh, experience, but... Worth it nonetheless. Like my hit class, actually. And then Friday... Uh, we talked about Girl uh, from Danny Minogue. 
which uh, was a personal treat for me because I just love those singles and a lot of music, not just on that album, but from around that time. It was 1997, as we often say, a brilliant year for pop music. It was great to have Tom uh, Aspel join us as well uh, and to hear from some of the collaborators. So much, just a lot of fun, wasn't it? So much fun. It was. We had a real girly giggle. Uh, and Dan, can you give us a hint of a... No, not a hint of a tease. Can you tell us uh, what we've got lined up for next week so far? So on Monday, this is really big. And if you thought Wednesday was bum-numbing, we're going to do a whole live album on Monday. So that's going to be even more so. So make sure you are sat on a rubber ring, Will, uh, because we are doing Aphrodite, um, which is Kylie's live album and we're doing it with Mrs. Steve Anderson, who has been her long-term musical director and collaborator. So it's going to be amazing to actually experience live music, which obviously we can't do in the real world right now, and to have Steve there, who's such a, a close friend of Kylie's as well. So really excited about that. And then more to be announced, or maybe they've already been announced by the time this is out. <laughs> do check Twitter at Track by Track UK. Uh, I can't wait to... I've got a few questions I want to ask Steve, actually. So uh, a few things I need to have out with him. Maybe take it offline, Will, because I don't want you uh, ruining the atmosphere like you often do at some of our soirees. Drop my guts and then walk away. <laughs> well, that's about it for uh, this week's self-isolation special. Uh, we'd love to know what you've got to share. We'd love to know uh, any recommendations, anything that we can bring to a wider audience. And it is kind of it has become all about the new music, which is great because. I was going to say, we do love music. You love music and I can tolerate it. Um, but just, I want to very quickly touch on what we're watching this week because the huge news for pop fans and particularly Spice Girls fans is that the return of the Spice Girls tour footage leaked. So this is from the 2007-2008 reunion tour. There was never an official DVD release. The fans have been in uproar about it for over a decade. And some footage, which isn't kind of, properly professional edited footage but is the full show leaked this week uh, which was a real treat and just what we needed well obviously it wasn't official so you didn't watch it no i'm just saying what some of the fans have <laughs> been tweeting about i did watch it and i have to say actually there's a lot of debate on some of the forums about which was better that tour or spice world 2019 and i have to say not just because of the quality of the footage or anything like that but for me Spice World 2019, the energy and the passion that the girls had for it, it far outweighs the fact that there were five of them for Return of the Spice Girls. It just felt a little bit, it just didn't seem as, they just didn't seem as passionate about it in 2007. It felt like they're doing it because they had to do it. Like this podcast. Yeah, very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're out of, we're out of time. So do let us know what you thought about our new music picks at Track by Track UK. And do make sure you are subscribed to Track by Track, not only for a brand new episode on Tuesday, but also for the second special that's coming your way later today slash sometime in the past. So until next time, I've been Dan. And I've been Will. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.